There is no art to find the mind construction in the face. Now, that's from William Shakespeare, guys. Uh, but I tell you what, and hello, by the way. It kind of walked across uh, my mind watching Lionel Messi pre-Croatia match for Argentina. Racked either in some sort of deep mental stress as he raised his eyes as the camera scanned across the team line or a kind of um, meditative state. As the game transpired, I think it may have been some sort of stress. He kind of played again like he's um, got a psychological fridge upon his back, didn't he? Just seemed hampered, whether it was Jorge Sampaoli's uh, kind of instructions, the mood, morale of Argentina. It was uh, a poor performance as Argentina lost 3-0 by everyone on the Argentinian side. But by uh, Messi, their talisman, a lot of focus, of course, after what Diego Maradona did, uh, particularly in 86 in leading his country to the World Cup in uh, in Mexico. Um and it's, uh, it's an interesting one for me, just wondering about Lionel Messi and the fact that he went to Barcelona at 13, the fact he's been a central hub of that generation that's come through at Barca since then, obviously went there, Barca paid for his growth um, hormone treatment, which to some is a bone of contention as it does give you physiological enhancements, which may have aided him in the game as he's helped Barca to nine Spanish titles, four Champions League titles, including 2006, we forget, he was just a teenager then. Uh, under Frank Rijkaard when they beat Arsenal in the final, who's part of that squad, got a medal. Um, so it's quite an extraordinary achievement of Barca. But you just wonder about the psychological aspect of it and whether the mind, despite what Shakespeare wrote, does reveal with Lionel Messi on Argentinian duty that perhaps all is not well, all is not happy. And I wonder if it's that sense of home for him being Barcelona. He's lived there since he's 13. He's just turned 31 June the 22nd, um, I believe is his birthday. Um, so he's lived there for most of his life, two-thirds of his life, in fact, in Barcelona, albeit the guy's got 126 Argentinian caps. He scored 64 goals for Argentina, which would put him above uh, anyone in the English ranks, uh, including Peter Shilton, who was a goalkeeper for 20-plus years, didn't retire till his 40s, and scored more goals than anyone for England, including Wayne Rooney, off the uh, off the international scene now for England. So his kind of statistics internationally are pretty phenomenal, but just the way he played at the big shows, the big World Cups, even though he got partly got Argentina to the World Cup final four years ago in 2014 for a nation that's pretty huge in, in football in terms, been to the final a couple of times, won it in 78 and 86 as well. Home soil in 78, got to the final in 1990. So they've got a steep tradition. And he's been that left-footed, dribbling, pacey icon. And it's just that lack of speed. It seems that something sapped, sapped him Physically, I just wonder if it's that kind of psychological aspect of it, routine, the familiarity that perhaps that's out when he plays for Argentina. At Barcelona, he's grown up, grew up with a, a generation which is gradually falling by the wayside, isn't it? Puyol, Piquet, who came back from Manchester United after a few years of Messi's introduction at Barcelona. Then you had Busquets in midfield, um, Xavi, Iniesta, and then various players up front. In different guys as David Villa, but other players, particularly in that setup, um, uh, one time Zlatan Ibrahimovic, of course, at Barcelona. But Pep changed changed the system and kind of built it around Messi. Hit there, and that passing. Well, the way he arrived late on the scene, the understanding of the situation, the familiarity of probably his pre-game routine, his life building up to it, his home, is he's obviously a father now. And maybe that's all changed. That difference of being expected to be so good at elevated level. Um, five times Ballon d'Or winner, I believe. One time FIFA World Player of the Year. Those two things have been amalgamated, haven't they? He scored, I think, for Barcelona in 400 
and 18 league games in Spain, 383 goals. And obviously, similar to Cristiano Ronaldo, that kind of rate has ratcheted up in his prime years, his, his mid-20s onwards, where he's often getting better than a goal a game, playing in certainly not a striker's position, kind of typically came as a sort of right-sided midfielder coming on his left foot, didn't he? But he's got a wandering role for Barcelona. And perhaps that weight of responsibility, and almost the directness of the Argentinian side, to just give him the ball and wait for something to happen. I know Ozzy Ardiles, uh, Argentina winner, in 78, former Tottenham Hotspur player, of course, manager of Tottenham in the 90s when I was a boy. He said that Sampaoli, who had great success with Chile, has had this kind of simplistic routine of, of getting it to Messi, which perhaps adds a psychological pressure coupled with that lack of familiarity and that sort of uncertainty. Um, but it's fascinating for me, the mind, the power of the mind. Uh, and you think a psychologist for Argentina, maybe, maybe it's too late now at 31, perhaps 35, he won't be there at the next World Cup, which would be a shame, right, for him not to dazzle on the on the big stage. And I know people call it churlish to, to question Lionel Messi's enduring greatness in the context of Pelé, Maradona, um, former greats, I suppose like De Stefano even was Argentinian, right, before he moved to Spain and became naturalised, I believe, playing for Real Madrid. Uh, other players, Johan Cruyff, the all-time greats, um, George Best, where these guys all stack up in the reckoning, Zinedine Zidane, the Real Madrid manager, it's kind of when it boils down to those key pressure moments, right, which are epitomised on the World Cup. And I know it's a small sample of games and people say you can't judge a player, but perhaps those big players can be defined on their ability to, to find routine, to find normality, to find calm. And it just looked, there was tension ridden across his face. But perhaps Shakespeare is right. There is no art to find the mind's construction in the face. Perhaps he was fine. Perhaps his Argentinian side is just disjointed, a bit over the hill. People like Javier Mascherano is still in there. Uh, lacking mobility perhaps that was the the answer um but yeah fascinating well let me know what you think about Lionel Messi and the, and the kind of I guess that ability that potential for us to to read his mind be fascinating when he's retired and he may well retire from international football again as he has done in the past I think after the 2014 World Cup when he was only 27 um perhaps he will reveal some of the psychological stresses of a boy that left his homeland to live a long time ago to live in Barcelona presumably that is a, a big part of his heart a big part of his comfort and a big part of his pre-match routine is those familiar surroundings and that expectation familiar surroundings off the pitch and on the pitch with that generation he grew up with which of course is changing he's never had to play for a different club like Cristiano Ronaldo or Zlatan Ibrahimovic or some of those contemporaries have been ranked at the top of the game anyway enjoy your football today guys great the underdog stories keep rolling on including Croatia against Argentina in fairness isn't it Let's see if um, Germany uh, can return to winning ways tonight against Sweden. I'm not sure. Cheers, guys. Take it easy. Hope you're enjoying it. Ed Draper, 81, on Twitter. I'm a sports broadcaster in the UK. Ed underscore Draper, 81, on Instagram. Love to hear your thoughts on football and the, the kind of processes beneath it and trying to kind of have a different tack, perhaps, in considering some of these um, games. And we'll be interviewing people, as I have been, throughout the time. Check out Spencer Fearon's uh, chat down the list on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, former boxer, promoter, now analyst, really good about uh, lots of things, including boxing and what it teaches us, but also about race and opportunity and, and kind of his campaign, I think, to, to create a more meritocratic world, which is good. Anyway, enjoy your, enjoy your weekend and the sunshine if you're in the UK, because it is beaming down. Great, isn't it? Take it easy, guys.